Being a parent can be really challenging. It's normal to feel uncertain about whether you're doing the right things to raise healthy and happy children. That's why Child and Family Resource Network focuses on connecting pregnant parents and those with kids under the age of five with free support services to help them build confidence in their parenting journey. Everyone deserves to have someone they can turn to for support with parenting. Visit childandfamilyresourcenetwork.org today. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Hello, I'm Neve Kavanagh. And I'm Gerard Farrelly. Welcome, Welcome to, to our, our show. show. Oh my God, that was like we <laughs> We did it in unison. I know, it was so unexpected. <sighs> We're getting so good at this. No, no. <laughs> Welcome to Agony Rants. We are here to be your support. <laughs> oh, that didn't last long. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to Agony Rants. We are here to be your support group and to listen and to be your friends. To take serious action if necessary. I think that's more your area. That's to probably be fair. your. Yeah, it's probably my line. Yeah, hundred percent. How are you, love? I'm good. I'm good. I've got a confession actually at the start of the show because you just heard our lovely theme music. Yes. Uh, and I was on Instagram last week. And I think maybe because we started recording the podcast and um, didn't maybe put it out. But the theme music has now also been used in an ad for this device that you can use to measure your ankles. What the hell are you watching that you're seeing something that measures your well, ankles? I, I have never I, come across that. It's Instagram. I think Instagram thinks I've got fat ankles. If I showed you some of the ads that I get, sometimes I wonder what it is that's happening in my life that I'm getting them. <laughs> I got ads one time from, you know, those little braces you used to wear, like men used to wear to keep their socks up years ago? Oh, yeah, on yeah, their yeah. On their legs. Talk about, maybe it's back to the ankle thing. I don't know. Was somebody Googling suspenders on your, <laughs> on your phone? <laughs> I don't know. It wasn't me anyway, let me tell you. It's really tragic. I once ordered a box set of murder she wrote on Amazon. And then I kept getting ads for uh, books that were called things like How to Have a Happier Life as a Gay Man. It's like, wow. (laughs) (laughs) So this week, uh, our topic is like we did a bit of a shout out uh, to see about wedding stories. And I kind of, honestly, I, I wasn't ready for this. I mean, I forget that loads of people do get married. Okay. It's a thing. Yeah, I, I don't. don't. I know. I don't. Not, not not my bag. Is it in your plan? Well, I mean, it's always in my plan, but you know, there's lots of things. Like a, a, like a major lottery win is also in my plan, Neve. <laughs> you know, running for president, also in my plan. <laughs> I Listen, you're not allowed to do the president thing. You can do the lottery thing and then you can fund me for president because as a national yes, treasure. 100%. Uh, I'm so much better at hoovering and there's a lot of Hoover in ours. Gr- yeah, there's a lot of hoovering in the ours. A lot You'd be of great. <laughs> You can follow hot on the heels of Diana. I'm I, not, no, I won't have a bad word said about her. Oh, she's I love lov- Diana. I love she's her. lovely. Yeah, she's yeah, lovely. She's really nice. Yeah. I met her once. She was sewing. I've met her lots, to be fair, amazingly, because we live in the same house, you know, all of all us, the all of us spinners. Yeah. <laughs> we all live in the same house. Victory Towers. <laughs> <laughs> Victory Towers. Victory Towers on Holy Now Road. <laughs> yeah, I, I was going to be, you know, I was in, in kind of the top layer until 2010, then I had to move down a couple of levels because obviously I won one, didn't win one, the other only Johnny goes oh, in the penthouse. Oh, yeah. But the thing about it is, Neve, you're the youngest Eurovision winner. Forever. No, no, so in, that's not true. Emer. Oh, that's you, 
out of the Eurovision oh, Club. Oh dear. I'm so sorry for you. So, okay, so you're the second youngest. Thank you. Eurovision winner. Okay, well, I mean, the natural order of things is you're just going to keep moving up the building. So don't worry, don't worry about losing one because like, I mean, you know, in 20 years time, <laughs> is, is, is everybody going to be on the bail, Nave? Yeah. <laughs> you're going to move up. <laughs> the way the world works. Oh my God. The gosh. way the world works. So tell us, Neve, tell us about your wedding. Okay. Did your dad give you away? Uh, yes, he did. Oh my God. He did. Very gladly, actually, because I was in my <laughs> mid-30s. <laughs> he was well ready to get rid of me. I only wanted 40 or 50 people at my wedding because everything else in my life has been so public. So th- that was a big deal. Okay. So Nice. Yeah. So actually, that's all we had. We had maybe 50 people, 50, 58. You were still at the fan stroke friend. Yeah, I was in, it was injuncted. Yeah, I, yeah, were, yeah. I wasn't there within like five, 500 miles <laughs> yeah. of the ceremony. We weren't, we weren't quite moved into that, that section. You know, we were friendly. But, uh, you know, it was like friendly from I mean, if it was there. today, I'd be giving it away. Oh, 100%. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Your father would have yeah, just, just sitting sit there, furious, there. muttering. Yeah. Going, who the hell is he? Once we had Tom, I said, right, this year we'll get married. And I literally emailed everybody, are you free this weekend? And organised it in one afternoon. I don't know what the fuss is about at all. <gasps> I literally organised it all in one afternoon. Anyway, that's a whole other thing. Wow. I know, yeah. So, but of course, we lived in Carrickfergus. Well, we still do. And I'm from Dublin. So obviously half the family and friends are coming from the north and some from the south. So we decided to be incredibly cross-border fabulous and get married in Dundalk, which is kind of halfway between. The pra- the level of practicality going on here, Eve. Oh, it is it gets better. very impressive. It gets better. Well, obviously, because we'd had our children and Paul is a divorced Protestant, so not allowed to get married in a church. <laughs> so we didn't get married in the church. So we got married in Newry Town. Hall. So we have both sides of the border sorted. We should have got a grant for our wedding. All right. I'm yeah, telling you. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> I was just thinking that, Neve. Like, okay. it's an example of how it should be done. Except in order to get married in Newry, you had to be resident. One of us had to be resident for 10 days when we put in the application. Right. So we had to be resident. In Newry. In Newry. And so at the time, Tom was maybe, let's say Tom was about six months old. And uh, Jack was a year and a half. No, he would have been two and a half at that point. And so we had recently decided we've been going in his mother and father's old caravan. (laughs) So I got Paul to bring the caravan down to Kilbrony Caravan Park in Ross Trevor. And I asked her, was it okay? Would that do? And she said, absolutely. The wonderful girl in Newry Town Hall. So my marriage license application says... (laughs) Neve Kavna of Kilbrony Caravan Park. <laughs> so I actually got married what? from a caravan park. And that is a true story, 100% story. And it was wonderful because it was in September. We went down for 10 days. Sure, the kids were small. Paul was working up in Belfast. So he kind of, you know, commuted up and down. The weather was lovely. There was maybe another 10... Uh, caravans in the now Kilbrony caravan is beautiful in Ross Trevor it's lovely it's overseas it's absolutely gorgeous the weather was lovely in September you know the week at that little Indian yeah, summer yeah. that is unbelievable and I, do you know what I love about that story is the fact that you were just like yeah get married on Saturday come don't come did your wedding predate the Good Friday Agreement? Because I feel like no. had they had you involved. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 It would have been an awful lot smoother. No, I moved up but just after the Good Friday Agreement. As a matter of fact, a whole other podcast, as we say, 
I actually was in Stormont Hotel the night they signed it. No way. Yeah, I, I, I I'm, I'm. That's a coincidence, obviously. Clearly, I wasn't involved <laughs> in it. I was on the Kelly show. But that you night. learned an awful lot. I did. Yeah, I did. And you I learned told a lot, them a lot well from done. it. Yeah. I told them well done. <laughs> uh, I hadn't. Mo- I wasn't moving, living up there at the time, but I did travel up and down a lot. But actually, I didn't move up until 1999. So I actually it was a couple of years later. So because I really think that like. I, mean, I could have done it. There are other politicians in this country that could learn a lot about cross-border <laughs> politics from Neve Cavanaugh's wedding well, plan. Really Did you have a singles table? I don't think we thought about that really. You know the way they, they do that when if you're single, single going to a wedding and they just shame you. They're like, yeah, we're going to put you at the back with all the other losers <laughs> and you can just look up, see what you could have won. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, that was that's my wedding story. And we, we had a really fantastic time and I have to say it was brilliant and you know, all of my friends' family had a great time, but actually, it was very well, informal. The my, only formal thing I had was the cake. My take on weddings always is that n- the initial starting point of a wedding, like when you receive a wedding invitation, I don't think anyone goes, "Oh, brilliant!" I think everyone goes, "Oh God, how much is this going to cost me?" Yeah, it does cost a lot of money. It's I bonkers. I said we to went people, to seventeen weddings in two years. God, you're popular. I don't think 17. I've ever been in, I got invited but, to a lot after your vision. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've been asked a couple of times to be, so I've, uh, three times I've been asked to be best man to somebody that I'd never met because they wanted like a comedian to give the speech. Yeah, yeah well, now the speech is fraught. That's depressing. Do you know what? I gave the speech at my wedding. Did you? Mm-hmm. The bride speech, my sister did a bride speech. Mm. It's a thing. Yeah, well, funny enough, Paul. And I'd say, how long, how long did you do? Oh, a long time. Uh, but the, you I'd know. say you were coming in at forty-five minutes. <laughs> yeah. No, no, it wasn't too bad. It was very emotional, and then I obviously got a few hits in, you know, in it. And the funny part of it was, Paul. When wasn't, you say hits, were you like, as in, I got a few, a things. few di- like revenge. Yeah, no, little moments. <laughs> I love little funny stories. You know, you know the way I like to tell a story is, you know, it's it's always masked like it's going to be a lovely thing, but it's not always. Anyway, but my my, like Paul was got not going to. Make a speech, but after my speech, he felt the need to get up and say something. <laughs> so we, we had an called, unexpected groom speech after. <laughs> that's called redress, me. I know. Yeah, it's a, it's a right of reply. That's what that is. I know, I know. But you're right. It, it's that when you get the invitation, you go, "Oh my god, wh- how, where am I going to have to go? How much money is it?" And, I know, yeah. and then there's the thorny issue of how much money do you spend on the gift. <sighs> I know, yeah. I was talking about this recently. I think 250 is what, where we're at. 250 quid. You're kidding me. I think that's I where we're at. I have been to one yeah. for a while, thank God. Well, you yeah. see, the thing, you see, I'm in a very unique situation. Generally, if I'm being invited to a wedding, generally, I either A, I'm being asked to sing at the ceremony, or B, I offer to <laughs> sing at the ceremony. And the reason I do is because that has limitless value and immediately you don't have to pay it by any I, I like, ah, I'm not saying I'm a cheapskate but it's so a, a couple of scratches in a card that's yeah, what you're yeah. essentially saying no I think it's a no, you know actually when I when they, I invited people to my I specifically said do not want gifts the gifts will be you coming to stay with us for the, so do it one night oh. or two night tell me which it is I have it booked out you just tell me but I actually don't want anything we had a house we had stuff everybody has their stuff now yeah. they don't need you know, Neve, I'm just going to say this. If I ever get married, you want stuff. I, I want a present. <laughs> I want a present. I want it to be a financial strain for at least three months beforehand. And also, also, <laughs> I won't book you to be the singer because I think you want to have a lovely time. Oh, yeah, but you but say But I that. would be very annoyed if, if you don't. don't get up and do 20 songs. <laughs> like, I, if, like, if at 11 o'clock there hasn't been a couple of hits rolled out, I, we're, we'll have a conversation. Okay. 
I actually had this horrible experience at a wedding. It was my cousin's wedding. Oh. Where, uh, you know, the throwing of the bouquet. Did you have a bouquet? Did you throw a bouquet? I had a bouquet. I did. Did I throw it? I can't remember if I threw it. I, well, my cousin threw the bouquet. And this would have been back now. I was probably in my 20s. And I was, you know, only just coming out. And the bouquet landed at my feet. And I picked it up. And the whole room turned to me. And I had this panic of like, oh my God, I'm the gay cousin that just caught the bouquet. And I panicked and I did something that will haunt me to the day I die. What did you do? I threw it back. Like, I, but was I Was there a gasp in the room? Tell yeah, me there was a gasp. But, but, but I threw it back with the like, oh, like all of these girls that mistake. were like, you know, like savages trying to cla- <laughs> catch the bouquet. <laughs> like I threw it back as if like, oh, throw it again. Okay, I have, know, that I have was a my question. thinking. But when I threw it back, the bouquet landed at the bride's feet and shattered like glass. As soon as it left my hand, I was just like, <laughs> "I've made a terrible mistake." Yes, you have. <laughs> the, and it shattered. It began like with you standing glass. among all the women. <laughs> for you can't tell me any different now. I don't care. You may say you were at the back of the room, but you were hopeful. <laughs> I know somebody loved me. Oh my god. So next next one is from Tina. I don't know if Tina wants her name said, but anyway, Tina, at my wedding, the best man got absolutely hammered. That's a shocker. Uh, and ended up having a fight with his girlfriend who was at the back of the room. Well, I think the fact that the girlfriend was at the back of the room says everything at the start. Uh, she shouted up that he should stop talking because he was drunk. We know people like I, that, don't we? Yeah, I love that attitude. I know, I love it. And he told her that he would be finished when he was finished. That's a good Irish attitude. And that he'd never marry her. <laughs> She dumped him the next morning, but stayed for breakfast. Legend. So See, she stayed for our breakfast. I don't blame her. I don't blame her. No, I don't blame her. Because the price you pay for a hotel, uh-huh. you price you pay for a hotel when it's a wedding. Because the other way they do that thing, it was like, is it a wedding? Oh yeah, then sorry, it's like 70 quid extra. The thing is, if it's a nice hotel, it's a good breakfast. Exactly. And let's be honest, we all get the value out of the breakfast in the be- if we're having better breakfast anyway. You absolutely rinse You eat it. things. Honestly, yeah. I went on tour with Menopause the Musical and we were in hotels everywhere. And every morning for a while, I was getting up eating the full Irish, you might say. And uh, actually, I thought by the end of it, I was on the porridge because I couldn't cope. <laughs> You eat so much on a bed and breakfast. Yeah, I I wouldn't have left without my breakfast. Well done, Tina. She left without the man. Those best men's speeches. Mm. They're horrific. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're they're actually a minefield. And like, if you're listening to this and you're going to make a best man's speech, don't have a drink. Also. Just don't. A, have your speeches before dinner because then you have to be able to eat dinner. Right. That's that's a really big one. I once went to a wedding and there was two and a half hours of speeches. That's too much. I'll never forget as long as I live. It's too much. And don't attempt to be funny. If you're not funny. Exactly. Be heartfelt. Heartfelt. Yeah. Tell a nostalgic story about the time you were climbing trees together. Uh-huh. But don't try and make jokes. If I was your best man, I'd be heartfelt. <laughs> <laughs> Next up is Alan. Oh, my God. Oh, okay. my God. In 2010, my mother went to a wedding and my father was working. So she went along with my best friend's mother who brought her new boyfriend who was wearing a kilt. You see, any story... <laughs> any story that involves a kilt, yeah. it just it will it just will never end well. No, but we're also already creating the old scenario ourselves, aren't we? We know exactly... Yeah, I mean, we... we okay, Well, we know the region that this is going to and okay, it's not Scotland. No. <laughs> Was, were, he, was he Scottish? 
They were staying in an old guest house and when the wedding was over, my mother went back to her room and went to the bathroom. When she came out of the bathroom, her friend and her boyfriend were sitting on my mother's bed. The boyfriend asked if she wanted to touch his sperm. This is not where I thought this was going. I'll be honest with you. (laughs) My mother was absolutely horrified. But they said they thought she had been giving them vibes all night. They didn't speak for about three years. What? Your mo- the mother and the sparring? I, I, I'm, 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 <laughs> that's, I, no, that's, I presume it's the mother and the best friend's mother. Oh my gosh. Vibes. But do you know what I think is incredible about this story? Is that she came home from a wedding and went, your, your best friend's mother wanted me in a three-way. Get into her room. I don't know. I must ask that. I I, I guess it's really? probably like if it was an old guest. <laughs> we all know. Like, we, all, we all want to know how to break into a hotel yeah, room. We do. It's handy. <laughs> but I, I get. Well, I guess it's an old guest house. So maybe, maybe, maybe there just was keys or something, and she didn't lock the door. Maybe so. Or maybe she left the door open. And she was totally down for it and chickened out. So Alan's saying that his his mother was absolutely horrified. His uh, mother was absolutely horrified, and that they didn't speak. The, the two mothers didn't speak for three years. Imagine. I'd love to know heads. what the first conversation after three years was. <laughs> well, how's the spark? So what the hell happened there, Vivian? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. The next one is very short. I'm going to say. And, and, and in a very similar vein. And yet, it, uh, it, it begs many questions and many observations. It's, uh, it's literally one sentence and it says, I had sex at a wedding and the automatic air freshener kept going off. That's all you need to know about that whole thing. Yeah. That could have been, I had sex at a car wash and the air freshener. I think the same conclusion to everybody's head is you were in a toilet. You're, yeah, I think they must. I mean, <laughs> I mean, if the air freshener kept going off, if that's a feature in your hotel room, I think you'd want to... You want to start having a look at your personal Shane, hygiene. Shane, Shane, <laughs> well, I feel you've written into us before, I think Shane, Shane probably has. I think, <laughs> I think Shane is waiting to see. I think that's quite familiar. I think you should uh, read the next one because it's only written to you. <laughs> oh! Yeah, but that to be fair, they don't know why you're asking for these questions yet. This is us just coming oh, out. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, because it's on my social media. We're okay. just coming out, Grote. We're just kidding. <laughs> you're better at this than it's me. It's our coming out. <laughs> yes, go on anyway. <laughs> uh, hey, Grote, I'm not sure if this is... Uh, the kind of story you're looking for but I think it's unusual one of my best friends was engaged wedding and everything booked about eight months before the wedding day her fiance my friend and her fiance split up on the day she was due to get married she went out and met a guy from a nearby town and kissed him good girl it ended up that he actually worked with her ex anyway fast forward a couple of years and my friend ended up getting married to this guy which one what's uh, I guess the guy she kissed. Yeah, the guy okay, she kissed. The guy she kissed. Um, what's unusual, you say? Well, the groomsman was her ex-fiance. <laughs> so my friend was walking up the aisle of the church with her fiance and ex-fiance, <laughs> both standing at the top of the church. Oh, and she also had the same church, venue and reception, as the first one was supposed to have as well. Okay, so... Um at the moment at the moment do you remember uh, many years ago the song It Should Have Been Me do you remember that song yes <laughs> should have been me she, yeah. in the church and he's shouting and screaming that's what comes to my mind in here is the ex-fiance in his head singing that song or is phew you know is he singing a song about thank god I missed that bullet I shot the <laughs> I don't know I don't know what that's about I, I I think what's interesting about this is this this feels like it's from the Neve Cavanaugh School of Practicality in the sense that 
<laughs> that she was like, I've got a wedding booked. I know I've where got it a, is. I know where it is. I've got all of these details. It was supposed to be today. You, you. <laughs> I just need something to slot into this. Well, clearly the ex-fiance was fine with it. You know, he... Do you know what? The dynamic of this letter changes completely depending on who broke up with who. Yeah, true. True. Which is fascinating. Do you think the ex-fiance was sitting there weeping all the way through it? Because that would be a moment, wouldn't it? Be slightly awkward. I think if he was still weeping, he wouldn't have been the he wouldn't have been the groom. Smell. Okay, but I have another question, right? Because we all love when an ex has regret. We love a bit of regret. We do love. They a all bit. regret us. Yeah, they we, all, I everyone want, who's hurt us. We want them to miss us so much That's that exactly regret it. is their middle name. Okay. It's a very modern, modern story. I don't know if it's modern. I think it's more, I actually think it's actually very parochial. It's yeah. like, she's now available next. <laughs> Everything's booked. It's a rural story, maybe. Yeah, yeah for a place where yeah, but, I know, like, I like this approach. I do. But also, what I love is the idea of her walking up the aisle mm. and going, yeah, this is what you could have had. This is what you could have oh, had. Oh, well. Shaz, I was asked to be chief bridesmaid for my sister-in-law and I have never done it before. I get on well with my sister-in-law, but I'm not sure what I should be doing. With the restrictions, the goalposts have been moving on for the hen night. Yeah, that's a bit of one, isn't it? Uh, She doesn't like any of my suggestions and she is really picking out some awful dresses for me. Do you think I should pull out? I don't want to make things awkward, but this isn't working out. I think they're awkward already, Shaz, Shaz, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, Shaz is on the brink of a resignation. And you know what? I'm kind of with Shaz on this. Because that's the thing when you get asked. Have you ever been a bridesmaid? Uh, Yes. (laughs) I have. How Uh, was that, Neve? Shall we say not my thing? (laughs) No, no. To be fair, the first time I was a bridesmaid was with my sister in um, my eldest sister got married. And I was... What age was I? She was maybe 22. So I was maybe 18. I was 18. Okay. So she was, yeah, 22 and I was 18. And I I was the third bridesmaid, which is not the one you want to be because the first two bridesmaids get all the shouts about, you know. Oh, so they were like, no, we'll have grey dresses with no makeup. Oh, no. Even better. There was peach, peach satin off the shoulder. Uh, both of my my sister, my next eldest sister and my cousin were tall, thin, not very busty and had long hair. So the decisions were a dress that accentuates the fact that I have uh, slightly more on top. And uh, the dress was not for small people like me. And on top of that, they decided to wear their hair up. And I, my hair was like short uh, with a slight permanent. And so in order for mine to look up, uh, I had to kind of, um, you know, oh put loads of combs around and they put baby's breath in their hair, which was a thing back in the 80s. And it looked like a cow pat on my head. So uh, don't get me wrong. <laughs> I love my sister. You're over it clearly by the sound of it. I did not enjoy being the, in the PTSD big dress. that is sitting opposite me right now. And I think it's very obvious in my Eurovision journey afterwards how little I enjoy the dress situation. <laughs> the and I think it comes from that moment of really understanding that I had absolutely no control. <laughs> over what they were going to put me in. And uh, I did not enjoy it. I couldn't wait to get out of the big dress and it just didn't. Uh, being third bridesmaid is not a thing. A chief bridesmaid, yes, you have a job. 
third bridesmaid has no job except to stand there and show everybody how not to wear a dress. That's it. And, yeah, and then because the, yeah. that's a really good point because the first bridesmaids get the shout. Third's yeah. bride. Okay. Third bridesmaid, you just fall in. That's it. So what you need to ask is when somebody asks you to be a bridesmaid, it's like, what's the role here? Yeah. I was, Am I first or second? Because it sounds like Shaz is chief. Oh, she said actually she, she is, is chief, chief bridesmaid. Yeah. See, I did best man once. Yeah. Uh, for my brother. Right. And I was I was kind of terrified. But the amount of work, even on the day. Mm. Of like collecting presents and making sure stuff goes through. Like it's a lot of work. And one of the things that happened on the day was uh, a band showed up, set up. And I was like, brilliant. That's grand. The the band are here. There's nothing else to do now. I don't like uh, nothing else to do. So I was like, I'm going to go for like half an hour up to the room just to sit down for half an hour and relax. And I got a phone call. <laughs> the band had packed up and left. Why? Because they were in the wrong venue. They were like two hours from where they were supposed to be. First two years of my singing career was in a wedding band called Runaway and I adored they were we were like a family, the all of us. But um the things you see as a wedding singer from the stage <laughs> just saying. And I have great stories about the time when I would have done the wedding singing and uh, obviously back in that time you got singers up after the break we used to do get the singers oh, up after yeah, the break oh yeah yeah because there's always an aunt that no, that wants to do Tina Turner isn't no. there back then back in the 80s when I did it the, the songs were I Will Survive by Gloria Gaynor course, and you knew course. by the way they walked up whether they were going to sing I Will Survive or The Power of Love by Jennifer Rush, Jennifer Rush. <laughs> so they were either madly in love but if they walked with purpose I Will Survive was coming and then um, if we didn't particularly like the crew, that if they were a bit, un, you know, unappealing as a group, because you don't love all your wedding groups. Um, <laughs> you you don't. know, At that, <laughs> you at that really level, don't. you don't. And, and the funny part was at the end of it, if you didn't, you sang Summertime before the break and at least four people left because <laughs> it was their song. <laughs> no. <laughs> And actually, we used to sing. What a passive aggressive move. I love it. And the other thing, the other thing we used to do was one of our most popular songs as wedding singers uh, in as a wedding band was we did it every time. The boys hated it because they thought they were a rock and roll band, but I loved it. And we used to sing Who's Sorry Now by Connie Francis. And the, they loved it. The crowd loved Who's Sorry Now. They absolutely, and I enjoyed the thrill of it because it was so fun to do it. And anybody who's ever seen me gig knows that I love that kind of irony in a song. It was one of the most popular wedding songs, most requested. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Not I really for the couple it. who was getting married. It was the ones who were already married in the room. Love that yeah, one. and also, like, also that would have been a great one to do at uh, Anne-Marie's one. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Just leave that there now. <laughs> okay. Um, so what's our advice? Then? Like, we, we have to give Shaz some advice. Do you yeah, think we she do. should pull out? I mean, I think if it's not working, don't have this escalate into something you have a row over. No, it's no. Like if I, she's yeah, but I I think pulling out is going to is going to be a thing. I think oh, you right. have to you have to swallow it. This is not about you, Shaz, and I'm sorry that you're there. But what you should do after the wedding and be very brutal about it, which is what I did after my sister's wedding. I told everybody I knew and even people who I didn't know that I would never be a bridesmaid again. Oh wow. And I did it once more. I thought you were going to say I'd slash the tires in the wedding car. No, but I no. told them I would clean the church for them, I would do anything. Inevitably, I would sing for them. But basically, I 
did not want to be a bridesmaid again. And uh, I, don't get me wrong, I understand it's a great honor to be asked. Yeah. I mean, obviously, it's 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 important who you have as your bridesmaid or your your best yeah. friend. But the truth is, it's not necessary for me to be that person. I'm special enough to you. <laughs> <laughs> No, do you know? Need feels special. Uh, I don't need to be a bridesmaid. to be your bride. So don't anyone that's going to write in and ask Neve to be their bridesmaid, don't put that me in a dress. It's a hard no. <laughs> no, it's a hard no. Unless there's a trouser suit, we can maybe have a conversation. Okay. But like, yeah. you know, no, no. It, and and so, I think that had you at that wedding mm. had the box you stood on to the Eurovision 2010. <laughs> I think no. your whole approach to this could have been very different. There's no need for that. Very gross. different. No need for that. I'm, hor- I'm wounded <laughs> now. Shaz, this is not solving Shaz's problem so, either. No, yeah, Shaz. Okay, uh, Shaz, maybe maybe sit her down and go, look, I think I'm hitting all the wrong notes here. I I, I don't think I've put, a, I put anything forward that you're interested in yet. So maybe tell me exactly what you want. Yeah, and, and, and the other thing it. I'm going to say to Shaz is about the dress, just suck it up. It's yeah. only a dress for a day. Yeah. Of course, the photographs are going to be on the mantelpiece forever. How long, I'm ago, just... <laughs> how, how long ago was your bridesmaid situation? Okay, it's a long time ago. Okay, yeah. 86. Yeah, 86. <laughs> okay, yeah. So it's just a day, Shaz. That's yeah, what Neva's saying. It's day. just a day. But, but if you want to see the rage, <laughs> the rage that is sitting opposite me no decades rage. later. No, there's no rage. I love my sister and I was glad oh, to do yeah, it for Of course. <laughs> but I just, no, look, you know, Shaz, this is her day. Your sister-in-law is going to be in your life for a long time or at least until the divorce. So just, <laughs> no, sorry, that's wrong. Yeah. But you know what I'm talking about here? It really, Shaz, you know, you have to decide how much you love your family and go, this is going to be okay. I can swallow it for one day and then just take a holiday afterwards. Yeah. Take a holiday. And yeah, treat yourself. Yeah. Don't, just know, offers up. There'll be a place that there's a place to say. You in heaven. Yes, and this too will pass. Trust me. <laughs> yeah, so maybe like have a conversation. There's mm. a bit of sucking up to be done, but I get I get it that when you wrote this, you were probably having a bit of a tantrum. But yeah, you know I what? can. I can. Do you have the tantrums? That. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's important you have to. But I mean, do you know what the other thing to do is afterwards? You can be really clear about how you felt about this. Yeah, it's yeah. good. It's good to do that. Yeah, on her wedding day, give her a hug and say something along the lines of, "I swear to God, I will have my revenge for this." <laughs> Oh, and if you're, you're not married yet, Chaz, it might be the other way around. Maybe this is like a sister-in-law through, you know, some other way. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That Coming from Neve there, it's basically what she's saying is perpetuate the cycle of abuse among bridesmaids. We are stopping for a moment to remind you that Agony Rants is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. If you would like to support the show, you can become a member for as little as five euro a month. And in return for that, you will get bonus content from us and also bonus content from all of the shows across the Headstuff Podcast Network. Our bonus content will be coming soon and it is incredible, isn't it, Neve? Oh, uh, beyond, beyond. Neve is going to be absolutely ruined. Career destroyed, reputation in tatters. National treasure, (laughs) no more. Uh, The show that we are cross-promoting this week is Cine Stream Club, uh, which is a brilliant new show and it is hosted by Trevor Brown with comedians Edwin Salmon and Andrea Farrell and they all talk classic movies. They are three very funny comedians uh, and they have very funny takes on movies. I've had a listen to a couple of episodes and it's very good. It's very good. So you can have a listen to it right now. I'm Trevor. I'm Ed. And I'm Andrea. And we are... 
the Cinestream Cine Stream Club. Club, where we take a movie that society deems a classic and put it to the Cinestream test, where we ask all the tough questions like, does this movie make any sense? Why isn't Tom Hanks in this movie? How many sandwiches are in this film? What kind of watches are people wearing? Was that sex scene really necessary, says my mother? What trivia does Trev know in Trev's Trivia? What trivia do I know in Trev's trivia? That's what I said. I, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All these questions and more will be answered every fortnight in the Cine Stream Club. Available from wherever you get your podcasts. And the Headstuff Podcast Network. And so, what is our general feeling about weddings? Well, I've been completely put off. I mean, no one, <laughs> nobody said anything. <laughs> like, I've, I've heard nothing that makes me want to ever go down this not route. Not even my lovely story about how happily I've been married for a long time. Yeah, but you're very happily married. Yeah, I am. absolutely. You I are. Am. And uh, for at least, hold good on. For you. How old is my good for you. How old is my youngest son? <laughs> yeah, for at least 18 yeah. years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you know, I'm just saying, Grode, there's a lot of wonderful things about Wednesdays. And actually, the things that people talk about afterwards are not the lovely things necessarily. They're often quite the funny things. So, uh, you know, I say just go with it. You know, weddings are just what they are. Weddings are whatever you want them to be. And let's be honest, you and I are available for hire for a lot of money if at a push. <laughs> I don't know, Neve. I mean... Uh <laughs> I think stand-up comedy at a wedding. I don't think it's never, a thing. It it's a thing. Well. And these days they can't dance at weddings. If you're going to do it, just get, get hire a river dance. Hire a river dance. That's what to do. Get there's, you know, there's always a couple of that'll come and do river dance. River dance. That's a thing at weddings. After the speeches, they always they, like it'll be like I six, was out of weddings Irish by dancers then. Dancers get up. Think about it. I was out of weddings by then because <laughs> river dance happened because of me. I won. Do you know? And then I gave Riverdance to the world. Do you know what? Okay. <laughs> I've, always, not said, I've always said this about Neve. It's her humility. <laughs> That's what it is. Gross. That's what makes you a national treasure. It's her humility. <laughs> anyway, so. Uh, thank thank you, you so much for listening. Yes, we love you so much for listening. And I hope to God you're going to listen to more. And more importantly, when we put up a category, please send us. Lots yes. of interesting Send us stories. your stories and your secrets and uh, and your problems. I mean, I get, we're getting problems now, so we may as well we'll do problems. We do problems. Um, agonyrants at gmail.com. Uh, sometimes we'll do stuff on Instagram. Uh, yeah. I'm Akarod Verily. Neve is Neve Cavan 93 That'd be me. And uh, you can send your stories through to us and uh, there will be bonus episodes <gasps> coming later in the season. Yes. So uh, thanks for listening. We'll yeah. see you soon and look after yourselves. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com.